Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Gencita Unfiltered. Taylor Swift sure ain't shaking off these haters now. Homegirl came to play. Alright, first of all, this is the most unfiltered episode of Gencita Unfiltered yet. Why? Because I did no prep work. So let's take a minute to discuss all things Taylor. New music, new album, we got the album cover. It is a lot to process. First off, we have the album coming out November 10th. It's called Reputation. And besides all of you basic people out there trying to reach, no, the album is not being released on the anniversary of Kanye West's mother's death anniversary. Okay, the label even had to freaking confirm that. That's really sad. She might be taking shots, but she is not freaking that heartless, okay? So stop, stop trying to make something into something it isn't. Now, Reputation does take something from Kanye, and that's the font that's very similar to his latest release, Life of Pablo. Taylor Swift is finally standing up for herself. And unlike all the whiners, no, she is not playing the victim. What part of the song is she playing the victim of? She's saying, look, this is what happened, and now I'm calling you out on your bullshit. She's simply saying, karma, things have happened to me, and people are going to get what's coming to them. Just give them what they got coming. I will say I'm slightly sad there's no single artwork for the lead single, Look What You Made Me Do, but maybe that'll come in the future. Swift did release album single covers for her last project, 1989, in the form of Polaroid pictures. So maybe there's still hope we might get a little bit, or maybe we just won't. But what we will have is a 72-page book from Target, only at Target. There's two volumes that's going to include pictures, Taylor Swift's journal, poetry. Okay, we need to get our hands on this. Why? Because she might be scaling back on the amount of interviews and promos she's going to be doing. She doesn't even need promo. Okay, let's look at her last few album releases. She did a whole big thing for Red, 1989. She went on talk shows. She live streamed an announcement saying, this is my new album cover. This is my new single. What did she do for this? Absolutely nothing but post on her own social media accounts. Taylor Swift is not giving the media anything extra to talk about. You want to talk bad about her in the media? Well, she ain't keeping on your show. She ain't giving you no interviews for your media outlets after you trash her. And just look, it's working perfectly. She hasn't even shown her face anywhere in months. And the media and everyone can't stop talking about her. Even the people that hate her can't stop talking about her. But look, furry promo. Did you know that Look What You Made Me Do is the fastest song to go number one by a female and it's outselling every other song in the U.S. 15 to 1? It's sold more copies in 24 hours than people have sold albums in a week. So, let's talk about the single Look What You Made Me Do. So, let's talk about the single Look What You Made Me Do. First of all, to the haters out there saying, oh my gosh, 
she stole these songs and blah blah blah. It sounds so much like this song. You think? She interpolated I'm Too Sexy from Right Side Fred and even gave them a songwriting credit. They've been tweeting about how excited they were and they have said they were approached by her team prior to the release and gave permission. Also, another interesting sample is Peach's song, Operate. What movie was that in again? Oh yeah, Mean Girls. You know, when Regina George is all dressed up like a bunny and it's playing. Who else compared Taylor Swift to Regina George? Hmm, I kind of remember a Katy Perry tweet that went something like, look out for the Regina George in cheap's clothing. Coincidence? I think not. So I got the single right here. You should all too. And at first listen, so I listened to it last night. I'll put some raw footage in there. I listened to it with my daughter. And I was just like, yeah, this is a bop. You know, like something you can like be jamming out to, right? And then the pre-chorus comes and you're like, all right, turn that up. about it. So in the first beginning part of the songs, it says, I don't like your little games, don't like your tilted stage, which, you know, what kind of is like a Kanye West reference. He has a tilted stage on tour. And then it says, the role you made me play of the fool. No, I don't like you. He kind of made her look like a fool when he released that song saying she owed him sex. Why? He made that bitch famous. Okay, so we all know about that. Then the second half of that first verse says, I don't like your perfect crime, how you laugh when you lie, you said the gun was mine, it isn't cool, no, I don't like you. I personally think that is talking about the whole Kim Kardashian illegally recording their phone conversation without getting permission, then leaking snippets of it, how she wanted to portray Taylor Swift, so everyone started calling her a snake, and Taylor Swift is owning that, saying, I'll show you how snake-like I can be. So then we get to the pre-course, and the last two lines are talking about having a list of names. And then it says, I check it once, then I check it twice. Oh. This whole thing seems kind of like a warning of what to come. Okay, there are 15 songs on the album, Reputation. So, you know, she's got a list of names, and she's got 14 other songs that she's going to go through. Now, no, I don't think this entire album is going to be a diss track. I mean, let's go back to 1989. 1989, everyone thought was going to be this album that talked about her relationship with Harry Styles and this and that. And there were a lot of positive songs on there, even ones that were about her relationship with him. Never once did she say anything negative about him. It was a very positive, upbeat album. It went over really, really well. So this song kind of seems like an extreme take, you know? We had nice, happy Taylor, even when bad things happened. But now it's like, you went and pissed her off. Look what you made her do. As with all first lead singles, they kind of just make a statement. They don't necessarily set the tone of the entire album. 
you know, Shake It Off was this happy, like, you know, people weren't really into it at first. They're like, alright, I like it, but it's like, it's kind of fluffy. It's not really, like, giving us a lot of substance. And then you get into the rest of the album and you're seeing all these, like, lyrics that are truly powerful and meaningful. Even though Shake It Off is totally, in my opinion, pretty powerful. I mean, you get a lot of wisdom out of that, telling haters, you know, just shake it up, don't worry about it. You know, people are still telling me that all the time whenever I get something about it. Whenever I get upset about something, they're just like, just let it go, you know, shake it off, like Taylor said. But those lines to me also talk about how, you know, she forgave people and then they abused her again. You know, they hurt her again. You know, that whole 2009 VMAs thing when Kanye strung the stage and then she wrote a song, Innocent, forgiving him. And then, you know, they were pals for a while, they were hanging out. And then this whole song that he released wouldn't happen. And then she's like, oh no, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And ain't no shaming Taylor. Checkmate. Now, verse two was a little bit harder for me to kind of interpret. I was trying to see maybe what some other people were talking about, and no one really seemed to say much about it. You know, if they have, I kind of missed that line. Um, but it says, I don't like your kingdom keys. They once belonged to me. You asked me for a place to sleep, locked me out, and threw a feast. What? And for me, I feel like that can be talking about a lot of people. You know, some people think, oh, this old song is about Kim and Kanye. And I'm like, I don't think it is. I think that could be about her past relationship, maybe with Calvin Harris. It could be about just like other people who were her friends, you know, that came on, they came out on stage with her and now they're totally like backstabbing her. And so it's like, yeah, you know, you used to have this great friendship. You used to have me over and now it's like, Psh turn your back on me, stab me in the back, and that's kind of what I'm thinking about. I don't think this whole song is about Kim and Kanye. And I was just watching this kind of Periscope thing that Billboard did, and you know, this one lady was talking about how tired she is of that narrative, and oh, if Taylor Swift is so tired of the Kimye narrative, then why is she bringing it up again a year later? The girl hasn't released an album in three years. She's gonna address it in some way. We all know this. Why are you acting brand new? I mean, come on! She always addresses her relationships years after they've ended. Why? Because that's when she's releasing a new album. So no, she's not trying to like bring it up and start new stuff. She just said, hey, this is how it's going to be now. The entire album isn't going to be about Kimye. Please, as much as you'd like to think. No. She got a lot of people in her burn book. So then there's this more sad part of this song where it's like, yeah, you can dance to it and all of that. But then we have to look at some of the lines like, then the world goes on another day, another drama, drama. But not for me, not for me. All I think about is karma. I mean, every day there's a new headline about this or that and they just make up whatever they want. And you know what they say? Karma's a bitch. But the world always seems to not be able to stop talking about Taylor Swift again when she's not even doing anything. The headlines bring her in with interviews from people she's ever even associated with, said hi to, oh, what do you think about this? How's Taylor doing anyone to get a little bit of information from her? So she goes on to say, maybe I got mine, but y'all get yours. And then it talks about, I don't trust nobody and nobody trusts me. Well, first of all, girl, come on. We got you. You know this. And P.S. We still like you. 
So look out world, Taylor Swift is coming and she doesn't care what you think. Now back to my song. Because she's dead. Because she's dead. Oh, she's dead. Oh, she's dead.